genius. Peter Pepper picked a pack of pineapple pizza penises. Pussy. Pussy marijuana. As a lesson. It's been a while since we did that one. Pussy, pussy, pussy marijuana. We can't use any of this. No, of course not. Oh, you're recording. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to Energy Case Station. <laughs> welcome back. Hey, oh, do we? Yeah, we're good. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Bro, HR is not going to be super stoked HR about this. HR is totally one. fine. You know what HR is, Zach? Us. Yes. I mean, Oh, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Uh, Okay, but it happened in the beginning, so I'll catch that. If it happened anytime else, I would not catch that. Anyways, I'm so sorry. You know, I want to get rid of this deck because as we keep using it, it doesn't help that much. And I don't really touch it that much like this because it's off the ground anyways. It's not like I'm smacking a desk like we used to. Right. So I don't really need this shock. shock And I was watching a video one time. And he was like, oh, shock mounts are not really useful. And I'm like, actually, it is, but, you know, it's okay. Um, but uh, I, he, he made valid points. Like, you should make practices to make sure that you just don't do those things or you don't uh, you don't hit your thing too much. Or Basically, I, I should be in a position as someone who is creating content to just be like this and understand this is home base. I think we talked about this before, right, Mike? Mike? Mike, uh, Mike, etiquette. Mike etiquette. Yeah, because when you and I were talking about this, this was when we were still at the desk, and I was talking about how I use the mic as like ground zero. Like this is my home base, mm-hmm. and so like when I'm talking and I'm swiveling in my chair, my head moves right. so that it's still in front of the mic. Whereas mm-hmm. you would you would be the one to just me, grab. I, I grab this thing and I move. I bring it with me, Zach, as I move, so that way you can't even tell that I'm moving right now. Audio listeners didn't even know I was moving. Right. But they can see because Spotify is able to do video now. So you can check on Spotify as well and you can play it in the background now if you don't have YouTube premium. Funny thing, Zach. Tangent number two. It's been like five minutes. I'm pretty sure we've been filming for longer than that, but whatever. Whoa, whoa. Then the show started like <laughs> five minutes. I forgot what the tangent was. But, oh, I, but. I okay. I, I changed my mics in my gaming setup, right? Mm-hmm. Just from an AT, just a side, another upgrade, just a side grade from an AT 2020 to an MXO 990. Another very popular budget mic. The reason why did I talk about this last episode? I think you might have brushed on it briefly, or it was something that we were talking about right before or right after. Probably because I remember we had a long conversation beforehand. So yeah, that that does sound right. But basically, long story short, uh, I just it's a fun. It's apparently it's a really nice microphone to mod, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, that could be fun. That could be a fun project. So it and I finally found it on sale. It used to be like seventy dollars. Um, and it's been a hundred dollars forever because inflation and stuff. And I finally went back on sale for seventy five dollars. I'm like, eh, okay, it's not bad. I'll go for close it. enough. Yeah, you get a, you can't see it, but above this, you this big, the big plastic case, you know, oh, like, to hold, yeah, like yeah. to hold it in, kind of like your cam, the your dad's camera had, mm-hmm. you know, your shock mount too, which is you know another twenty bucks or so, um, or ten bucks, or if it's from the factory, like five bucks. Um, and a, and, a, and a normal mic clip it's pretty cool you know and it looks nice i do think it's kind of chonk and the circular thing looks kind of the circular grill looks kind of weird and also if you rub the grill like i'm rubbing the grill right now it sounds like i don't know some nice metal mesh or something right mm-hmm. you rub that thing it's metal but it feels like it's cheap like you can hear it and it feels like i'm just rubbing on plastic oh but it seems like it's but i mean and it gives too mm. not the worst thing but it's whatever because it sounds fine it just sounds great now, the reason why I bring that up is that I've been going back into condenser microphone mode, right? Mm-hmm. 
and I've kind of been spoiling myself and I'm just using a big fat pop filter. Yeah. So I don't need to worry about my my edit, my microphone etiquette these days. These days I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm in front of the pop filter. It doesn't matter. I can I can pineapple pizza penis and any any way I want, right? And it's fine. It, it's been fine. And I spoiled myself. So now I'm I'm back to square one, Zach. I feel that. And I mean, I've been using the Shure SM57, which is what this mic is at home mm-hmm. for everything basically. Um, and I have it set up a little bit differently. Um, mm-hmm. I've I I have a much thicker like sock on the end of my mic. You do, and so it makes it so that the plosives aren't necessarily as uh, polarizing, mm-hmm. polarizing plosives. But you know the the etiquette of like you know the distance between my face and the mic and like mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff like that's stayed the same pretty much. Mm-hmm. Except for your, you keep telling me to push the microphone away because I'm so used to like being full do, podcaster yeah. mode. Because well, the way that we the, even well, I think about it, and then I I look at our previous episodes, and I thought that that's what I was doing with that, but then I remembered I had the other pop filter. Oh, that's right. One. So it forced me to at least be relatively farther away than that is right now. Right. You know. So you got to remember. Yeah. You know. You got to remember there is compression, Zach. Compression will bring you back. Right. That is a savior. That's why I can speak so far away from this thing and it's fine. But now then, some of you guys who are watching video may may have may have maybe like Arthur. You looking sexy. Why do you look like if Bruce Lee was still alive? I know. You may also be wondering. Where are the episodes? No, I guess by now, <laughs> by now the episodes will be rolling back again. <laughs> Dude, the last, I think it's probably been the last like three months have just been so chaotic for us. It has, yeah. And it's ironic because it's summer. Yeah. Like the, the time where everyone else doesn't have jack shit to do, that's when we have everything going on. And I think it all kind of started when I went to California in mm. July. Like that was kind of the catalyst to the shit show mm. of all of these things. Which has been just great. Yeah, it has been great. You know, I clickbaited that video. I clickbait. I said, what did I do? I said, how I performed for Disney. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> because you did, technically. I mean, you yeah. Did. And, and then I also have done that before. You have done that before? Yeah, I went. I don't know if I. For band? Yeah. Oh. I, wait, you did say you went to California. I don't know if you said Disneyland specifically. Or uh, Disney. I'm- yeah, I went to Disneyland. Mm. Um, I told the story about all the Club 33 and all that kind of stuff in that episode. But yes. previously, when I was in high school. Previously in Dragon Ball Z. Previously on Zack's Corner. <laughs> when I think it was April of 2018 or something like that, I went to California with uh, the band, the high school's band. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went and played on one of the stages at Disney. Mm. and that was super gnarly and then we got to go into like an actual recording booth or like a recording studio for the disney soundtracks and stuff and we got to do some we got to like record some stuff never no you just said you went to california for a disney trip or for like a a school trip yeah for a band trip we said california we're talking about band in general i mean this is forever ago you know maybe my memory not the best, you know. Yeah, this was probably like episode like five <laughs> or something like that. 
<laughs> I'm trying to think. No, episode two was band stories. I remember that. I don't know if it was in that episode specifically because we've talked about band every now and then. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long, so- long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> the humble beginnings of yes, the shit show of, of whatever this is. Yeah. Uh, so when when we went to California, we kind of did a couple of different things. Like we ended up going uh, to downtown L.A. Mm-hmm. and we went and hung out over there. We got to see two homeless people fight. That was hilarious. Yes. Like straight up, we were um, we were on Hollywood Boulevard and we were, you know, going into the shops, doing stereotypical touristy things because we're like, oh, this mm-hmm. is where all the famous people are. Look at the stars. Mm-hmm. And then as we were getting on the shuttle bus to leave, we just saw these two guys just start scrapping. And we're like, oh, shit. And and it was like over the most random shit. And I'm I'm pretty sure one of them was not wearing a shirt. And the other one was like the, the stereotypical like guy wearing jeans and like basketball shorts mm-hmm. underneath and right, right. the pants are sagging like almost mm-hmm. to his knees it was one of those guys mm-hmm. and so they were just going at it and then we just kind of left and didn't do anything with that information <laughs> other than like well welcome to the big city welcome to the big app well big app <laughs> new york i just i just imagine like they finish like one gets knocked out and then the, the winner just turns his head to the bus and goes welcome to cali bitch and then you drive off <laughs> I honestly would not be surprised if that was the case. I, I mean, that is the case. <laughs> that's that's my image of just downtown LA. I'll be honest. As a north, well, as as someone who lives in the beautiful Vancouver, who doesn't have to worry about city life and doesn't have to worry about things like Portland things, Seattle things, you know, I don't know. But <laughs> so it is what I imagine. But as someone who does live like that, I, I always get so scared whenever I go to Portland. Not because like of immediate danger. But just, I just don't feel safe. And every, and well, I think more so is just we, after, I don't, I don't experience the city a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And I've seen like, I think I mentioned like Lewis Rossman. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You may know, you may know him. I watched one of his streams and he was just like, uh, he was saying how safe New York is. And he's walking home from a bar drunk in like two in the morning or something. He live streamed it. And he was like, this is. To prove how safe New York actually is, because you know there's a misconception of you know, New York; it's all shady and stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you know it is city things or city things. City things happen, right? But it was just like as long as you just stay towards the main things, you should be fine. Just in general, can things fluctuate? Sure, but just in, but anything can fluctuate. Something can happen if I'm just walking down in the mall or something, right? right. So you know, just things like that. Yeah, and I mean, I guess. I guess my perspective is a little bit different because obviously I used to live in Las Vegas. Like, you know, I spent a lot of time. I have spent a lot of time on the strip in Vegas. And then, you know, I spent some time in downtown L.A., you know, Portland, Mm -hmm. Seattle. Um, And and I've rarely had any issues that have made me really concerned about my safety. Obviously, you know, be be cautious when you're when you're out in public because you don't know who you're going to end up bumping into. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, the 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 concept of like, oh, man, you know, you're you're constantly going to be running into people who are going to try you health, try to sell you health insurance or like, you know, try to sell you on an MLM or like a pyramid scheme, you know, it, like or, or stab you or stab <laughs> you. Yeah. One of the two pyramid scheme stab. <laughs> no, if you if you don't get completely hooked on their multi-level marketing then, then they'll stab you then you'll get stabbed right 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 
And then instead of sorry, I don't know why. Just the the vision, the picture in my mind that I just imagined was like some guy suit and tie talking about you know his his next great thing to make you a millionaire mm-hmm. you you politely decline they stab you in the kidneys and then put like a business card in your pocket <laughs> and then just run away <laughs> let me know if you reconsider <laughs> city things you know you know what's okay you're right i think a lot of it okay remember when we were doing the the north photo shoot yeah and then that dude and that girl kept following us you remember that? I do remember that, yeah. I was scared shit. Well, I wasn't scared shitless because, I mean, I'm not afraid of that. Like, I'm not afraid of them. Right. But it was more just the act of them following us around. Well, yeah, I mean, that does kind of come with the territory, though, because anyone who has kind of made it a lifestyle to try to steal from people, they learn what, like, camera bags, camera equipment, like, mm-hmm. they know that stuff equals a lot of money Mm -hmm. and so when they see someone walking around with a camera in their hand and a camera bag on their back that's that's immediately going to put a target on your head Mm -hmm. and and that's definitely something that i've learned as i've gone out and and shot photos especially in downtown portland downtown vancouver and seattle you know the in and granted these these cities are nothing like la or new york or any or even like Mm -hmm. you know sure whatever it may be Mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, I will say, though, like, you know, then you think about like L.A. photographers and stuff and, you know, you see like Instagrams of people and, and you see the places that they're taking pics and it's super cool. But it's like, dude, you don't have like five bodyguards or something. But I, I just have this image of like it's just as reckless or just I don't give a shit. I'm here for my craft. I'm here for my art. I see I see something in this dark alleyway. I pass this dark alleyway. I'm going to see the gold. I don't give a shit. Right. I don't give a f- I'm walking through this hood. You're like, fuck. you're like, I don't care if I, I have to step over heroin needles to get there. I will get there. I'm getting that shot, yeah. Zach. All right. Let's get, or not even. He's like, all right. I just imagine just a, just a straight thug. He's just like, he's just a home. He just, he's fearless. He's just like anything for the shot. That's what I imagine I these mean, Cali photographers are. The, uh, there's a part of that, that that kind of has to be the case. Just mm-hmm. because you're you're putting yourself in a situation that you don't know what you're going to be walking into. Mm-hmm. And so it's really hard to just have the confidence to just say, fuck it and go. Um, and like, you know, I, I remember I was walking around downtown Portland with Ben and a couple of his friends and, you know, we were just out shooting portraits of each other, just having a grand old time. And, you know, there, there were definitely some times where I was like, Oh shit. I feel like someone's going to try to steal all our camera equipment. Right. And, you know, luckily my my camera kit was not as, you know, elaborate as it is now. Sure, sure. And and, you know, it wouldn't have been the biggest loss. But at the same time, it's still kind of spooky. Like the Mm -hmm. idea of, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just going to be running around taking pictures being a dumbass and then someone's gonna be like give me all your shit mm-hmm. I'm be like, right, right. <laughs> you know <laughs> well, even if like you're a cinematographer or something or an aspiring director you have not just a camera and a camera bag but you got a rig and you got a you got a bunch of shit mm-hmm. maybe even you're hauling around in a truck because of all your shit right you know and you look like you come on you you have some sort of dslr or cinema camera for that matter you know and you got a rig 
maybe even a maybe even one of those backpacks and you're just like yep this is me come on now you know i'm a walking target <laughs> i don't i don't mean to i think what is it is just more so just it's a stereotype right right it, at the end of the day it's a stereotype and i and i understand that but as someone who is so cozied up here in the in in the nice city of vancouver it's tough for me not to think about that especially as someone who doesn't like ever go to portland without a reason to you know right. or even if i do go to portland we're driving there we drive to the destination we drive back we're not walking yeah and i mean i've rode my scooter around downtown portland mm-hmm. a couple of times and that was super fun sure. i enjoyed it a lot um and of course this was the middle of the night you know mm-hmm. like 11 mm-hmm. o'clock midnight and you know, I'm with a couple homies. We're just riding around, having a grand old time, you know, mm-hmm. just mobbing cheek, just straight down, you know, one of the busy streets because there's nobody fucking there. We show. And, you know, I, there have been times where I've had to, like, scoot away from some homeless person who was threatening to stab me and kill my family, mm-hmm. which, I, you know, it's just kind of par for the course. Like, if you're going to spend a lot of time in the city, you have to be prepared to deal with the worst types of people who end up inhabiting there. Yeah. I mean, I get, I get my plenty share of threats every now and then. You're like, all right. Yep. See you later, dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think one time I was in um, downtown uh, Portland. I don't remember where it is, but it was like under the bridges very cool area very very cool area i don't know where was it like a a park that was under a bridge not quite a park it was just a kind of this business districty area but then you keep walking along and then there was some restaurants here and there very odd but it was so cool i don't i don't i wish i uploaded it to youtube because the reason why we're there is because it was for one of my film classes we're doing one of our one of our video projects there oh okay and basically what what did we have to do we had to Take a TV sequence or a TV intro sequence and remake it in real life with, you know, just with the cuts and the editing and stuff like that. So we That's did. That's super cool. You know, we, so why were we down there in a ruggedy place? Because we chose Rugrats. Do you remember the Rugrats opening? Of course I do. Yeah, just in that city kind of just downtown looking place, you know, mm-hmm. it was perfect. And it was awesome. We went down there and it was like open lots of just you know business garages and stuff like that but we mm-hmm. just and we're just a graffiti everywhere like yeah this is it and then we just started shooting and it was a lot of fun was it a great video uh, i mean i look back at it and say probably not but we had a lot of fun and that, that's all that matters to us um but i mean yeah we're walking around and every now and then some of the business owners would yell at us and there'd be some homeless people asking us questions and stuff and we're, we are walking around with a camera and a boom arm so you know it's kind of tough yeah although in retrospect didn't need that recording the audio but you know it's 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 i think as perhaps maybe just tv glorifies it movies Mm -hmm. glorify it you know just watching a tv show or movie and then just seeing like the main character get jumped or something we're like oh god you know yeah i think seeing just seeing so much of that growing up it makes someone like me not uh, feel comfortable in those areas but I feel like I, I get better every now and then. I remember I went with a friend to downtown Portland. Just he was like, let's just walk around. I'm like, sure. And we just walked around and, you know, we had a time. And yeah. I do miss just kind of walking. I do enjoy the idea of walking around in the city, especially as someone who is, you know, into, you know, ob- Japan, you know, yeah. a lot of walking, right? Mm-hmm. You're not driving a car. And if you're going to somewhere far, you take a bullet. And then after you take the bullet train, you get off and you walk again, <laughs> you know, you walk. Take a bullet train and then walk some more. You you walk. And I think, I don't know, 
because here it, we're spoiled, right? Here in the Northwest, you you just drive. Even if you go further up, you still mm-hmm. drive. So go south, even in sometimes in places like Cali and Oregon, you still drive, right? Mm-hmm. I do. I guess maybe it's just kind of a vice versa thing because I know people maybe like in New York or something they say, "Man, I wish I could just have a car and drive," right? Yeah, definitely a vice versa thing. But I do, I do miss the idea of that. So, yeah, and. It definitely could be one of those situations where the grass is greener on the other side. Right. And, you know, it. I guess it's kind of hard to not feed into the. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word for it, just the the grandiose nature of how the media portrays like living in a big city, like mm-hmm. all of the movies about mm-hmm. the main character gets jumped. And then, you know, that's the start of his character arc and all of that kind of shit, you know, like that, that is so ingrained into the media culture mm-hmm. that once you're actually in a situation that is relatively like similar to that mm-hmm. then you you kind of in the back of your mind you're like oh man i might get robbed or mm-hmm. you know whatever and, and yeah. but yeah. Uh, it is kind of hard though because you know there there are those situations where like you know i've had my car broken into a bunch of my family mm-hmm. my friends have had their car stolen broken mm-hmm. into um and even around here it's happened and so it's kind of like you know, walking that fine line between losing faith in humanity and being blindly optimistic about the world, mm-hmm. just like being directly in the middle of it. Yeah, it's definitely tough. One of my coworkers, her car got stolen in the Vancouver oh, Mall. What the hell? I know. And it's, it's the craziest shit. She's one of the new girls, too, right? <sighs> she sends a text. Craziest shit, bro. She goes, it's like 10 p.m. And she goes, hey, um, uh, be sure to lock your cars when you're going in and out for lunch because my car got stolen have a good night guys lol i'm like what <laughs> what <laughs> what do you mean lol what the fuck do you mean lol hap the smiley face emoji lol lost of license <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was like i was like sometimes i see a like like a, a work chat text or whatever and i'm like I'll get to it later because usually business things or this and that. And I'll just, it doesn't really matter to read until I do have to go in for work and then I'll read it. Right. Mm-hmm. But I see this note even go, okay, what, what? I did not read that. Right. I definitely didn't read that. Right. Let me read it again. And I read it again. And I go, dude, what? And she's like, oh, that's fine. It's all good. I'm like, what do you mean? It's all good. And she goes, oh, it's, I mean, I have insurance. It's fully covered. It's all be fine. And then I, I sure. Right. That's fair. Yeah. But for me still, I'm like, what the fuck? My car, even if it's, if, my car that's scary <laughs> that's scary is it not scary uh yeah even if yeah. even if you can get a brand new car your car just got stolen yeah you don't just say my car got stolen lol lol <laughs> <laughs> i mean okay i did have someone try to break into my my old bmw when i was at prairie mm-hmm. um and it was just in the parking lot and mm-hmm. someone like at prairie yeah so a student mm-hmm. what the hell I don't know. It was like a junky little BMW. Like that yeah. thing could barely perform its only function. Like it didn't have ABS. It didn't have traction control. You know, the power steering barely worked. Yeah, but you sell it for parts. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, one's, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Like the, the person who bought my car after I totaled it told me that they were going to cut the front end off of it and fuse it with another car right and make a frankenstein's monster mm-hmm. which f- 
fucking you do you, boo boo. Dude, I saw because we went to Sun River the other weekend, right? Right, right, right. Um, and I saw, or we're just in the we're in the gas station filling up, you know, because we're about to head back. And someone took the back of their car, of their like SUV or something, chopped that shit in half, and just turned it into like a mini, like a mini camper, like a mini R, like a little tiny RV. That's sick. Dude, I was like, what? That's cool. That's so cool. That's so creative. I've seen. And I've, it was like, it was like decently well done too. It was not like they just took it and then like saran wrapped the front <laughs> or some shit. It was pretty well done. I was like, that's pretty cool. Oh, sorry. You know, it, it is really fascinating when, when you see those things that you would never expect, like someone taking, you know, a Chevy Suburban, you know, like a giant mm-hmm, SUV mm-hmm. and turning it into a pickup truck. And you're like, what the fuck? I mean, good on you. But mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. Who has time for that? Enthusiasts. Enthusiasts have time. That Dads have time for that. They're just, <laughs> they finish their baseball game and they're like, well, nothing else to do. The, the, is the lawn mowed? Yep. All right. Do we? Should I barbecue? No, we're not going to do barbecue today. Classic dad things. I guess we'll <laughs> convert a car into a, into a camper. Yep. That's what I do. To the garage I go with my obligatory dad tools and my obligatory dad welding machine. Am I obligatory? I don't know. Number one best dad poster. Yes. Number one best dad apron. Kiss the chef. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. I definitely need to get one of those aprons. I don't even cook. You should get it for Alvin. That would be kind of funny. It would be pretty funny. Just as like a gag gift for Christmas. But it has to, but it's for dad reasons. It's for old man reasons. You look at Alvin and think old man. No. Exactly. You look at me and you think old man. <laughs> Back in my Back day. In- <laughs> Back when we didn't have the the Bluetooth 5G Wi Fi. Back in my day, we didn't have Bluetooth 50. We only had Bluetooth 5. <laughs> <laughs> so, I. Uh, this this just made me think of something really funny. I was just talking about doing like gag gifts for Christmas and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I don't know how it started in my family, but all of my siblings, we all just kind of shoot the shit with each other around Christmas time and, mm-hmm. and buy each other gag gifts. Like my brother bought me a coloring book that was just cat butts. Nice. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, I saved it and then gave it to someone else the Christmas afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, or like... Um, my oldest brother bought Kevin like a, uh, like a stereotypical manly man box where it's like, oh, you know, get, get your man, all of the things that they need. Cause they're manly men. Right. Of course. Yes. And it's in like a wooden box. Oh, that's pretty manly. <laughs> <laughs> and it was covered like 360 degrees in zip ties oh. and duct tape. Oh, that's so manly. <laughs> Bro, it straight up came with a fucking crowbar. That's so manly. I love it. <laughs> That's pretty manly. I'm pretty sure the, the crowbar was under the duct tape. So it was. Uh, that'll do it. That'll, that, that'll make it a little tougher. But that's that's fun. I would I would love to explore that with like my friends just kind of goofing around buying some dumb shit for my friends. I'm just so I'm so bad with gifts. Like I even for a dumb present or an actual present. I I never know unless they tell me and i hate that because i know we had an episode we're talking about like uh uh what like presence matter like you shouldn't just give people money right because if i if i give 
Zach $20 for his birthday. If, if I give Zach $100 for his birthday and he's like, shit, thanks, Arthur. Yeah, no problem. And he can spend that money. He can do whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and spend, tur- turn it into whatever, do whatever, trade it, trade money. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. And then my birthday comes along and then you give me $100. Here you go, Arthur. Thanks, Zach. What did we do? <laughs> nothing. We did absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> I mean, I think I think the way that we did everything this last gift exchange, I think I bought you some stuff for Christmas and then you bought me something for my birthday. Yeah, it, yeah, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like anything too crazy. Right, right. But like... Yeah, I got I, you a tub of G Fuel. You know how much I had to rack my brain just to <laughs> even think of that? I think it's just my mind just goes blank when I think of these things. That's all. I like to think of myself as a creative person, but for some reason, there's some outlets of creativity that just don't make sense to me, and it's present given. So, th- one of the main things that I think of is when you you and I built the keyboard, and mm-hmm. like you were just like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to give you a keyboard for for birthmas or whatever right, right. fucking holiday it was. I don't even remember anymore. I don't either. And then, you know, like I bought you anime figures for christmas of course and i was just like oh fuck yeah and you made it super easy because like you have a wish list on amazon well the wish list is technically decorations for this set it's supposed to be for the show (laughs) and then it just turned into you putting stuff on there that you know it would be still cool if it was on the show but we don't have things to display very much anymore because the desk is gone but you know it's still there. I mean, I don't know. We still need a neon sign or something. That'd be pretty sick. Dude, that would be sick. I don't know. <laughs> what over there? In that blank wall over there. Finally oh, something yeah. to put there. Something. Oh, my AirPod Pros fell off my pocket. Fell off of your pocket. Shut up, Zach. I'm using English, too. Don't talk to me. I'm in Bitch. this zone. Shh, shh, shh. When I take my English placement test, I am so scared. You know why? Because I said English placement test and not placement test. I am so afraid of this test, Zach. I've fallen off. <laughs> Maybe even more so than my math test. I feel like my math test, my whatever, because I have to, for those who are not unequated at the moment, I don't think that's even the right word to say. <laughs> uh, I have to. On I'm your going, English. On your English, way. too, by the way. I do have to take some placement tests because I'm going back to school. Now then. What does that mean? I have no clue. I don't even know what it's on. I don't know if what things I should study, if I should study at all. Should I would I be fine with just normal common logic? I don't know. So that scares me. Now, I do still do a lot of writing relatively because um, your Twitter slaps. My Twitter does slap. But, you know, you, you say that and you think, oh, come on. it's just Twitter. You just say random shit. But it is true. I do say random shit. But I spend a lot of time wording things correctly making sure some words aren't repeated i spent way too much time Zach. i have grammarly which is a sponsor of t- no one of these days we're actually going to have a sponsor and people are going to think it's a joke and then we're actually going to no, go into a sponsor we're actually no just kidding psych about just kidding about kidding bam grammarly is pretty fun read, read. nope <clears throat> well you know i would i would say yes if they asked I mean, are we in a position to say no? Probably not, no. <laughs> but I mean, it's tough because I think sometimes when they do sponsor people, in the past they were like, yikes, sell out. But now they're like, yes, get that money, bro. Get that, get that, get that bag, king. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's how it ends up being. And I think about it a lot. Oh, man. Marketing segue. <laughs> I really love ads. Like, a lot. I really love. I, I, I start to really care about 
I, I I do think I spend more money if I see the ads. I'll be honest. I think now just the that exposure. Is, yeah, yeah. Oops, sorry. No. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, now the question is: Is it from the ads that are like integrated into YouTube videos, or the ones that are playing like if you don't have YouTube Premium? Well, the you're thing a pleb. is, I do have YouTube Premium, so I don't need. I don't see the ads. However. You know, ads like on Twitter, I see still and mm -hmm. ads I see, you know, they're everywhere. You mm -hmm. do, you buy premium for one subscription or for, for, for one of your for one of your thousands of platforms that you peruse. Doesn't matter. You're still going to see a bunch of ads. Right. And with the targeted ad things, you know, you, you'll still get a good healthy dose of dosage of uh, ads that you want to see and ads that you don't want to see. I mean, if it's more of if you care to say what if you care to see the ad and you click it and you say, don't I don't. What is it? I, I don't want to see this or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And it filters. I Nobody does that. Well, maybe you do. If you do, good on you. You're making the algorithm better for yourself. But um, they don't care. They'll know what they want. They, they'll know what you want anyways. Um, but I mean, even just Amazon itself, like Amazon's own in-store ads mm -hmm. are fantastic. You're just on Amazon, you know, just window shopping like you shouldn't be. And then you see an ad for something you don't need and you're like, well, maybe. <laughs> do I need this? Do I need this? No. No. Do I want to spend money on it anyways? Yes. But there's a discount, Zach. <laughs> Use discount code. There's a 5% clip-on coupon. Use honey. Get up to 15% off. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So many, so many potential ad spots right now. No, I think... I think, um, you know, like the, we were talking about it earlier. I don't think, well, we're, I don't know if we were rolling, but we're talking about quarter digital. The way that they do their ad reads are phenomenal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarter is a uh, quarter cruise, I suppose. I guess digital as well, but quarter crew. Their ad reads are phenomenal because it, 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 some of them integrate really well. And I think it's just because they're custom. I think one of my biggest pet peeves, and this is a lot, especially in the tech community, mm -hmm. um, and I think Linus Tech Tips, they do their ad reads perfectly. They're very natural. They're very, I mean, obviously, it's more upbeat, right? Obviously, they're, they're kind of emphasizing words and stuff. But it's pleasant to listen to. And I never, I actually never skip through them because I don't really need to. It's in the same pacing as their original video. So as I'm watching the video, I'm watching the intro or whatever. I'm watching the video and it's transitioning to the ad to the outro or whatever. I don't even need to skip it because it's like, I mean, I'm just watching the video. It's whatever. But then sometimes... They're doing like maybe the tech tuber. They're doing the video. And it's all good. Hey, guys, welcome back to my video. We're going to build this PC. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then but first, this video was sponsored by this. Try this. And then, you, you know, and I'm like, you know, they the lose the energy. The momentum just dies. The momentum dies. And it sounds like they don't want to do it. And like, fuck. And to be fair, maybe if somewhere down deep in their heart, they don't want to do it. But, you know, it pays the bill. So it is whatever. And, you know, chase that bag. It's all good. But. At least have the same pacing of your videos, you know? Right. And I'm not even talking about, like, mm, smaller YouTube. I'm talking about, like, really big YouTubers that I still watch every day. Mm -hmm. They do this. And I'm like, and I skip them because they're pointless. And I, mean, I guess it is pointless because it doesn't matter because they get the money anyways. Right? Right. So who cares? He's, he just does it to do it. But I don't know. I think as someone who I, I want to say just creates videos, but I don't do it very much these days. Although I would like to. Um, part of it, I just... I keep thinking, I mean, I would just go for it. So I keep thinking of all about just ways of complete packages. And, you know, I've edited for seven years and I think about content videos that people make. And I just, I enjoy just 
a nice pace, an even pace, mm -hmm. you know, even if the story fluctuates within the video, the pacing is still the same. That's what I enjoy. Um, is that what you guys have to enjoy? No, maybe not. Do you want just peaking audio and screaming and subtitles shaking everywhere, even though you can clearly hear the video? Yeah, maybe that's what you want. Yeah, maybe that's what you're down. It's all good. Uh. Hey, guys, I just bought my Blue Yeti. Do I sound good? I'm, <laughs> I hey turned guys, the... I just bought my Sure SM7. <laughs> no, we're not doing it, Zach. We quit. <laughs> I quit. I'm not doing it again, Zach. I, we quit. But, oh, you know, I brought this up. I don't know if I brought... I've said this like 50 times now, but I don't know if I said it in this podcast because I just went on a rant about it when I was doing my keyboard build I did last time because I do keyboard builds. Uh, if you do twitter.com slash Nuki, you can ask me for free commission bills. They're not actually free. It's just no, he's they are. not going to charge more money for him to build it as opposed to you building it yourself. Right. Exactly. We got more coming. Anyways. <laughs> Quality content. I do. Thank you. I do one of my favorite streams ever, and it's the monthly editing streams. I bring it back. Um, I used to do them earlier in the year. I haven't done it very often, but I am doing it again, and I'm having a blast. We're going to do it in the beginning of September. By the time this episode comes out, it should be pretty close, or we might have passed it, but... Uh, and then you can figure it out um, or you can follow me on and you know <clears throat> so many ad reads this is great what a fantastic episode this is today all free by the way oh perfectly integrated all <laughs> in perfect pacing <laughs> I think I, the number one thing that I enjoy in a video so there was this one video that came up that got uh, recommended or you know what these streams are is link me link me edits or whatever link me whatever whatever edits content videos designs whatever and i'll and i'll give up i'll give my ops on it that's what we call it our opinions critic uh, uh criticism right um and that's what that is what happens is you know i see the video and i go okay let's i stop the video here and there and i break it down this and that what you should do what you shouldn't do and i go into teacher mode right mm -hmm. like super teacher mode and it's a lot of fun because I, I love doing that. Who doesn't love teaching their craft, right? Mm -hmm. I love doing that. One of the videos was, um, shout out to Valky. He sent a video, not one of his videos, but he said it was one of his favorite videos. And I'm like, all right, cool, sure, let's go. And it was just a, it was an IRL video. And that's fun, you know, an IRL little montage thing. And basically, I think it was a commission he said. Oh, no, no. He said he just, uh, he took a trip to Japan. He took a bunch of B-roll and he put it together as a little video, right? And it was, <laughs> I hear the music and it's like some, Oh, gosh, I don't know if you know it, but it's like the most overused like song that I know. Oh, no. And it's like this overused Japanese. Song. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like so overused and so old. Not that it's a bad thing. It's, I just found it funny because I heard it. I was like, this is like literally the first beats. So I was like, oh, shit, it's this. <laughs> but I mean, that's fine. It's all good. And then the video is playing around and I start pointing things out that should be correct cor uh, corrected or adjusted or whatever right mm -hmm. it's a it's like this video is like around like 2021 or something i think so relatively old it's about a year old now and i start saying hey this probably should happen this and that but what i'm trying to say here is that it didn't really matter because as i was watching the video i can tell he was having fun editing it oh yeah you know mm -hmm. I, he, was, he was throwing effects here and there and there was cool like wipes and cool and 2d animation things and motion tracking and swooshes and rotations and camera and uh, fake camera whips and all sorts of things and i was like i mean sure they can be adjusted here and there but they can move it around but i can tell that he's having so much fun editing this you know those those projects that you see the end result of whether it's like a youtube video or mm -hmm. like um short films or anything like that 
and you you're as you're watching it you can tell that they had a lot of fun with the process of making it mm -hmm. and i think one of one of my favorite things was um when you showed me that wedding video that you shot mm -hmm. and you know you you were telling me about a bunch of these shots that you were super stoked about and like you were showing mm -hmm. me one of the first drafts of the entire edit mm -hmm. and i was just sitting there watching it and you're like oh dude i i fucking love this part like this part's <laughs> so cool and you know you can just see that that you put so much of your heart and soul into it and also you enjoyed doing it so much mm -hmm. that it came across with the end result and so when when you see those where you can tell that they're just having a time they're right. just having a go and you're you're able to kind of feel that and feed off of it you know that just ends up making whatever they're working on that much better mm -hmm. and you know it, it's really cool when when you're able to get that vibe off of videos that people make because a lot of times it's just like hello everybody welcome back yeah. to my to my youtube channel Today I'm going to be talking about the Audio Technica AT2020. It's one of the best budget microphones that you can get <laughs> around the hundred dollar mark. Now, you know to be fair, I think for the same reason that we talked about, like the city, like getting jumped in the city or some shit like that, mm -hmm. we get kind of we've been spoiled of just like high pitched or not high pitched. It's not about high energy videos, right? And here and there, like I mean, deadpan comedy is still deadpan. It's still hilarious, right? Yeah, but it ends up being more like execution stuff. We talk about that, right? That's a different topic. But you can still do. I think in general, you do kind of want to amp yourself up a little bit for the camera so that you can kind of get used to speaking in this unnatural way. Because even deadpan comedy, nobody really talks like that either. Tech, oh, I mean, kind of, maybe in the same vein, but it's still amped up for a performance. Right. I think amping yourself up for an important in, in, in uh, performance. Uh, we'll teach you a lot about where you want to be as a creator. Mm -hmm. And and also, just at the end of the day, it's just more pleasant to listen to as an audience. You know, I think you really should just listen back. But also at the same time, it just comes with learning. Because right. how, I talk about that that one video where I was pick, nitpicking at... Well, I say nitpicking, but there are a lot of uh, technical uh, basic issues. But, you know, just picking at things that could be fixed, right? Mm -hmm. At the time, homie probably said, this is, this, this is, I love this edit. And that's that's good. He did, he did love that edit, and it's good that he loved that edit. For me, I do an edit in like 2019 or something. I do this edit, and I'm like, I love this. This is awesome. And then I and then three years later, I look back at it and I go, ah, yeah, maybe I should have done this, should have done that, should have done this, should have done that, right? Mm -hmm. But in the, in the time, I was like, this is awesome. I'm so proud of this edit. I had so much fun making this edit. This is awesome. That's the one, the biggest lesson I have learned in my seven years of editing. I keep saying six, and I counted it again on my hands. It's actually seven. What the fuck? You just did six in sound language. Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> I, 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 I real. I. That's one of the greatest lessons I've learned. Is just that. Just be proud of your edit right now because you don't have enough context to judge whether this is going to be your best edit or not. Exactly. New iPhone fourteen is coming out, right? And they say it was their best iPhone. That's what they said about the thirteen, and the twelve, and the eleven, and the ten, and the. There was no nine. And the eight. That's what they said. The Samsung Galaxy 2023 is going to be the best Samsung Galaxy. Well, no shit it's going to be. Why would they say it's not as good as the last one? Right. And why would they say, oh, we made the Samsung Galaxy 2023. Honestly, not as... Or, or, okay. The 2023. It's the best Samsung yet. 
It or is the best Samsung we're ever going to make. 24 comes along. It's not as good as the 23 because the 23 is still the best. What? Who does that? <laughs> right. Your newest project, no matter what it is or whatever fault it has, should reflect on who the best that you can do at that moment. Even if it's kind of spotty, even if it's rushed, whatever it is, whatever you produced, that is what you produced within, within whatever setting you have, whatever conditions you have, whatever environment you're in. And this is where you're at. And... What instead of just saying, yeah, I don't know, it was whatever, just say, this is what I got. Let's see what happens in like a year and see what where to base myself from here to here, you know, because you're going to grow no matter what. I've been editing for seven years. and I'm still learning more, you know, I think it's really a really good way to to kind of drive that home. And I mean, you know, obviously, we've we've talked about this previously, and it's it's something that you and I are both really, really passionate about. It's the concept of growth and development and being okay with coming out with something that may not be the best thing in the world because of the resources that you have or the the experience that you have. Right. And so I look at the podcast episode that we did, the very first actual podcast oh, yes, we had perfect. ever done. That's such a perfect example. And yeah. And then... You know, I, I look at that and I think, OK, this was the first time we have ever tried to do something like this. Mm-hmm. You know, we had we literally had a blue Yeti, a laptop and then two cameras. No, it was. Oh, oh, you mean that one? <laughs> I thought you meant the first episode of Uned. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking before Uned. Oh, you mean on the casting couch that no longer exists. I do kind of miss the casting couch. You can't see it. Was it was too big. I know. But I look at I look at something like that where you and I were just like. Okay, this is this is what we have right now. You know, these are the resources we have. This Mm -hmm. is an idea that I have for a school project or whatever. It it was a school project. It was a school project. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we just kind of sat down on the couch and just had a time and both of us had so much fun doing it. Mm -hmm. And that was I think that that was probably the catalyst to what this is now, because you and I realized that we could sit there and shoot the shit for hours at a time Mm -hmm. and still be able to make it interesting and make it a a fruitful conversation at the end of the day and i think that plus the um the minecraft at night videos was kind of when we realized like oh yeah this needs to happen yeah for sure i do miss the minecraft at nights but i don't know i guess whenever the minecraft server i mentioned that we're gonna do a minecraft server and then i remember i said by the time one of these episodes go up it'll be ready it's not ready yet we got a little busy but uh, like the Patreon. Like the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not in the agenda. It's whatever. It exists. At least I have the at least I have the the at. <laughs> I'm just gonna give you shit about it until until, <laughs> until we get it sorted. Until it gets sorted. Whatever. But <laughs> even a what a simpler example is just episode one of Uned. Or even like, I don't know, around like episode whenever we decided the center desk was gonna be our setup. I don't remember episode like what, 12, 13 or something that sounds right somewhere along those lines i remember it was the episode before the bunny ghost something episode i remember that and we were like this is it this is our end game setup this is it this is our magnum opus yes and i and i made the studio surrounded by it and this was like yes this is it i am so proud of our set and now i look back at it and i'm like what a fucking mess that was yeah not even like i mean we cleaned it up as the as the episodes progressed from like episode 12 to 70 but just even around like 
I'm not even on episode 12. I'm just saying 12. I don't know if it was actually 12. Let's just say 12 when we started the desk. Maybe give it a couple more episodes. And now we're on episode 20. And we've refined everything roughly. And we're like, this is it. Yeah. This is it. It doesn't get better than this. And to be fair, we kept it for like 50 more episodes. You know? Right. Yeah. But things happen. Life changes and we decide we just want some, we want, we just grow and want to try, maybe not even, not even, I guess I'm making it sound like try something new, but rather just, we know a lot more things. So let's utilize those skills. We know a lot more things about lighting and framing and, and, uh, hiding cameras in good places. We say this as a tripod is just right here next to me, your tripod right here. Yep. And the the more that we've learned and the more that that we've had time to kind of experiment and see what works and what doesn't, mm-hmm. the more we've kind of had an opportunity to make it so that our lives are a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I think it's really awesome that that you've kind of given me the opportunity to take the reins on on like controlling the cameras and audio and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. just because like you know that's a that's a show of good faith and i appreciate that of course but you know it also probably takes a lot of stress off of you and it makes it so that we're not kind of like fighting over who's who's like camera it's on whenever we're right. talking or anything like that mm-hmm. no you're really good at it when you when brady was over and you handed me the numpad so you can touch those keyboards i was sweating <laughs> i was actually sweating i was like oh god i gotta change the brady's camera and if i was if this is editing if i'm editing it's mm-hmm. being a no-brainer i'd be i'd be i'd be shifting through it like a like a like i, I was born in after effects right on the spot i'm sweating I don't know why I live stream Zach. Yeah, I do this. So what am I? Why am I freaking out? <laughs> I mean, I think, I think I've just. I was the person who changed the cameras in the beginning <laughs> on the keyboard. <laughs> oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> so you, I, I, it just became like you know the numpad became something I just keep in my hands and mm-hmm. like. You know, it's just became a part of my life. Like the just the way I have it set up right now, it's just super casual, and I yes, can just very perfect. It, you're you're fantastic. <laughs> it's like a you're not you don't even think about it. It's like breathing. You are now manually breathing. Your toes are touching, Zach. You can feel your pants on your legs. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> but I'm now manually blinking. You need to blink. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> your what? hands, your fingers are touching. <laughs> Your forearm is itchy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you have an itch on your inner elbow. Uh, I'm, I'm, ah! <laughs> I was already, I was already itching it. But no, it, it just kind of became one of those things that I, I had to force myself to be comfortable with, just because, like, you know, it, it was never that you did a bad job. I just kind of was super hyper focused on it. And so when when it got to the point to where you said I should do it by myself, I was actually kind of shitting bricks and I was like, oh, my God, dude, I'm going to fuck this up and it's not going to be fun. And like probably 10 or 15 episodes prior, it seemed as though you had just kind of like. Slowly just oh, yeah. given up the reins no, over the I course did. of time. And <laughs> it's so funny because yeah, like yeah. you, you would just be like going off on a tangent having like the grandiose gestures and whatnot and then i would set the numpad down 
and then it would just stay on my camera for a while. And I was like, ah, fuck. And then I just, yeah, every now and then. But <laughs> in general, I just like, I would just let you, I would just lean back on my chair as I do because I'd be slouching and I just let you do your thing because you're, you do it pretty well, way better than you think you do. It's, I mean, sure, earlier days when I started, yeah, making you do it more. Um, yeah, it was kind of rough, but. You you progress that what the fuck what the, oh the circle of the circle of motifs is bringing us back around to the ideology. It's the circle of life. Yes, we're just enjoying more things and learning more things. You know, I was having fun with the piano behind you. Uh, I, I I stopped playing. You know, I built this whole music set, and after we change, oh, stag myself. After we changed the the set, and you know, yeah, there you go. Um, and we got your camera to be the music set. And it was the first time the music set was in camera. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's right. I, f- I kind of, you know, I feel like I should probably use it more because it is, it does look really pretty. Although when you do like a, a piano video and you have a shot down, down towards a piano, classic piano video, you don't really see much of the above behind you over there. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's whatever. It's a nice vibe, too, especially when it's late at night. I will say, the, I mean, the RGB lights, they're just kind of fun for camera things. But if I'm just playing by myself, that singular lamp right there behind you, just right there. Uh, Where is it? That one? Uh, yeah, the smaller one. You set it to the warmer mode and you turn off the lights. It's a vibe. I can sit down and just play forever. And I forgot about that. So I've just kind of been kind of noodling around the piano again, kind of remembering that. I, oh, shit. I can't do arpeggios anymore. I can't do one-handed arpeggios anymore. I'm shit. I've, I've, I'm sloppy and whatever. But crazy concept that you don't do something for a while. You get bad at it, you know? I, I So I would like to keep playing it again. I picked up the guitar again. I was kind of having some fun noodling around. I was doing some recordings of the piano. I was just testing out some of the... the, uh, the, the I, I bought a grand piano VST, the Garrett CFX, which simulates a Yamaha. And it's really nice. I bought it. Um, and I just bought the light version and it still has a bunch of things. I think I bought the light version or maybe I bought the full version. I don't know. But it has a bunch of settings and a bunch of things. And it sounds wonderful. And I stopped using it. I was like, okay, let's, let's just throw it up again. Um, it is kind of buggy on this computer. I also don't think Ableton Light is very good. Um, but <laughs> but it, I mean, you know, just to get it done, it'll it'll work. And I've been having fun again. I'm going to maybe, maybe try recording acoustic. We'll see how that goes. Maybe I actually use the shirt, the, the, the SM57 for its intended purpose. I don't know. That's weird. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I, I'd like to. It'd be fun. I don't know. Maybe try and record a track. That'd be fun. Well, I mean, you know that I'm always down to contribute my, my musical brain to certain projects and whatnot. For sure. I mean, at some point, we'll, we'll, we'll do the music for this show. Maybe. I don't know. That'd be fun. Or even just like the um like the fade in music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would exactly. be super cool. That would be really fun. Let's just have a jam session in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> we could <laughs> No, it, it would get too convoluted and it would be too crazy and it would be hard to talk while we're while we're jamming. <laughs> but no, it would it would be a lot of fun. I do I don't know. Music production. I'm mean, obviously you and I have st- stepped in our, I stepped our feet into music plenty of times. But as for me, I have not touched music production like at all. I've I've dabbled in like fruit, fruity, fruity loops, fruit, fruit loops. FL Studio. FL Studio. I love fruit loops. I also fruity love FL Studio. I also like the, the cereal. I shouldn't be better anymore. I don't know. <clears throat> no one cares. 
I touch that every now and then. Uh, I've, once I got Ableton, I started trying recording tracks, but it's, you know, I, it's, I'd have to learn the whole Ableton language, so it's kind of hard, mm-hmm. you know. I've thought about it. I really have. And maybe it would be fun to just go on, maybe stream it, just be like, oh, let's just see how to do music production. Just go live and just see if I can make it work. I've thought about that, you know. Um, I mean, I think it would be really fun if we made it so that we had we had to complete a song before we could end the stream. That would be very fun. That would be super cool. I imagine the dream that I have is that just we just have a bunch of cameras going Mm -hmm. or maybe even just one camera, a bunch of instruments around. Like this would be like music house type shit, right? Mm -hmm. And just be like, all right, we're all in here. Let's just make music. Let's just see what happens. And we just record and it's all live. And then at some some point we reach the end, uh, just a result of a song. Like, all right, uh, oh, I'm going to record drums now, whatever. And then, okay, let's record. Let's get some keys, get a baseline going, you know? That would be so fun. That would be so fun. I don't know how that would work, but it would be fun. Honestly, if there's anybody who could figure it out, I'm sure it would be us. Because, like, it's not like we have a lack of equipment. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing that scares me is convolution, convolution, convoluted wiring and cabling and making everything work. That's the only thing that scares me the most. Um, that's that comes from me being a streamer boy and having like fifty thousand USB connections and hoping that everything works. And but some, it does. It, uh, most it, of the uh, time, uh, <laughs> you know. I don't know. Software and hardware. Although I'm a PC guy, sometimes it's just a. It's just Windows just doesn't want to do it. You know. Sometimes the hardware just doesn't want to do it, and and people will be like, hey. Arthur, how come my or Anuki? How how come my this this doesn't work or whatever? Like I'm happy to help, but sometimes I just can't help because it's just your computer just doesn't want to do it. The ones and zeros are not lining up, Zach. They just don't want a one and zero. I don't know. I mean, in theory, in theory, I th- I have a feeling that if if we were to do something like that proper, I think we would do it with lav mics. Yeah, it would have to all be analog. Like we would have to be record, like you know, I think just microphones, not a whole lot of digital. Like it would just all of it into an interface or into one of those big mixers. You know, I, I mean, still this have is a twelve input. You mixer. know that black box right there? Nobody sees it. That black box that the AC is standing on. Do you know what that actually is? Isn't it a giant analog mixer? Yes, it's a giant analog mixer that my uh, music tutor gave to me, and I was like. I mean, sure, I'll keep it. Didn't realize how. I mean, I saw how big it was, and then I was like, "Yeah, this is fine." And then I put it in here, and I'm like, "Okay, it's kind of big." And I don't really technically have a reason for it, especially since I mean, could we have used it for the show? Maybe, but I think the convenience of it of the MG10 is more convenient. That still exists. If we ever do, if we ever, I don't know, maybe have a music house. Or I know you and Jackson or or Alec or someone were talking about re- revisiting that type of page. Yeah, we're we're still kind of trying to figure it out. Um, and, you know, since the market has gone to such shit lately, it's been really hard to find something that would be feasible for all of us mm-hmm. just because financially we can't afford it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even between the three of us or four of us, if you decided to tag along. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're right now we're just kind of trying to to see if weathering the storm would make it so that it would be easier for us to make something happen i guess um but yeah it's still an idea that we want to pursue at some point but you know just kind of the when of it 
is a little right. bit foggy at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if that does happen, though, if we do have a music house and we are able to have enough space for all of us to put all of our music shit in because it's a lot. Yeah. Then I think the the big boy analog mixer would be a very good addition to that for sure. Finally a home for it. It needs because I don't I don't know. I've considered just giving it away or selling it or something. But it's like it's tough because I don't know. First of all. It really does live in that corner, and it's going to suck to get it out. Even though this is in a cart, it's still going to suck to get it out. But, you know, it I would I forgot be cool. that stairs are a thing. Oh, God. That thing is so heavy, Zach. Look at that thing. It's huge. Chonk. And I've never used it before. I mean, it was, it's it's for stages, right? It's for, you know, performances, stage performances and stuff. So, I'm, I mean... Musical hardware is musical hardware. You can throw it in the ocean. You pick it back up and it'll probably be fine. Mm-hmm. You know? Dip it in some rice. Yeah, dip it in some rice. I learned, though, that right, it's actually not that good. You actually want to put it in seal. Maybe not this. Maybe like a phone. You put it in a Ziploc bag and you put those silica packets. Mm. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason to finally keep those. Now, I say this and then did I just buy a bunch of things from Amazon and throw them all out anyways? Yeah. But I'll think about it now. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I'll think about it. Um, yeah. Music things. Just life. Just thinking about certain things. I am Since I am going back to school, I also am quitting my job. I am no longer a boba man. Well, I will be no longer a boba man. I don't know if I told you about this. Yeah, you told me about it. I just don't know when you're going to no longer be boba man. Yeah, I'm no longer to be boba man in two weeks. By the time this episode goes out, I'll no longer be boba man. But I will be putting in my two weeks tomorrow. A little sad, sad, but I've been there for four years. I've I've literally graduated, graduated from Boba Man to college man. Oh God, (laughs) should have been the other way around, (laughs) or maybe not. Actually, it would be more sadder if it was the other way around. Graduated from college to Boba Man. (laughs) Well, technically, you were college Boba Man, and then you were just Boba Man, and I was just Boba Man, and now I'll be going back to college. Oh, so much things to do. I think I free my time. Although I have, I have been forcing myself to. I know I'm too more tangenting everywhere. I apologize, but I have been forcing myself to do stream uh, schedules. Dude, s- that has made me so happy because I have, I have uh, notifications turned on for when you start your stream, which you should too if you're following Arthur at Anuki Dio on Twitch. Um, w. W. I realized I didn't silence my phone. Sorry about that. But it, it's been really awesome to see the fact that you've been streaming super consistently. It's been super cool to see that the fact that you've been streaming more consistently and like, you know, just seeing you on stream has made me super happy. And like, thank you. You know, it, it's really funny because when I talk to you in chat when you're streaming, it's it's a very bizarre thing because it's almost like, I mean, technically, we're like business partners in this <laughs> podcast. Like on paper, I suppose. <laughs> on paper. On but, the paper that doesn't exist. But if there was a paper that exists, I guess technically, yes. But like you and I have this really long, ongoing project that we've been working with each other on. And also we've known each other for most of our lives. And so mm-hmm. it's like when I go into chat and there are like the the people in twitch chat who know me from uned i'm mm-hmm. just like oh that's right i forgot yes, <laughs> that's the course. thing that's i've been doing thing I do. yes i have exclamation point podcast all the time running 
So you can, so people can traffic to be to us to the show. You need to do that more often. I do need to do that more. You need often. to do it more. Often. I have it linked like everywhere though. Uh, okay. okay yeah. I have it on my website, Arthur. Oh, it's time to do it. It's time to do TikTok, Zach. You know, I installed TikTok. I finally did it. Have I used it? No. The only re- the only reason why I did is because my friends keep sending me TikToks. And I, I want to watch them and it's and then it goes to the browser and then it's like really awkward. I'm like, oh God. You know? <laughs> really silly reason, but I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna get TikTok specifically for when people want to send me TikToks. So then I can actually watch it on a dedicated like a, a platform that isn't wonky. Here's a question. Yes. What if we started a TikTok for Uned? If we did that, you would do it. Can you do that? Reason number one, I don't know what the fuck to do on TikTok. <laughs> Zach, I, we established I'm an old man. I cut my hair and I combed it up so you can't see my balding scalp. Looks great, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. Two, I don't have time to do that. <laughs> Otherwise, we would still have unedited clips. <laughs> I have dabbled with the idea of having clips and just tweeting them. Mm-hmm. So that way, our, our the unedited Twitter actually is more than just us tweeting whenever there's a new episode i've dabbled with that idea and making it not incredibly edited just enough or maybe even not at all um i've thought i've dabbled with the idea um so i don't know things to think about but if you want to dude i'd be all for it because i know tiktok has like become the number one and i and i i admit to this the number one way to traffic or to to uh, number one way to uh diverge traffic to different avenues it used to be twitter for sure, it used to be Twitter. Um, maybe Facebook. I guess technically Facebook has a lot of ways to integrate that, but like who uses Facebook? It's tech. It technically used to be Twitter. Now it is TikTok. I know this. Mm-hmm. I understand this. I'm not being ignorant. I see it. I say, yeah, it's definitely TikTok. I see how many views TikToks get versus Twitter views versus YouTube views versus any views. TikTok is so many views. Yeah, you, you've seen how many views my TikTok gets. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. I have a buddy. Like, it's not... Okay, I'm not shaming him. It's just... I just find it fascinating, right? Mm -hmm. Because this... Whatever the fuck they're doing with their algorithm, it's insane. But also, you know, fast watch it, whatever. But I think it's more algorithm rather than fast-paced. My buddy, he he drops, like, a COD TikTok or whatever, right? Because, you know, COD TikTok, you know, whatever. You know, Warzone clip or whatever the hell it is. I don't know how... What I don't know what's over there. Again, I don't use TikTok. Something along those lines. And he's like supposed to tiktok and then he replies to it or, or he, and then he tweets again hey <laughs> this is why you should do tiktok and it has like it's like the next day and it's like fifty thousand views like, oh nice um and hey, granted he's not like like the most popular person like the like the, a big streamer or anything like that mm-hmm. we're all homies it's all good we're all we're all creators it's all good we're in the same boat but you know to, to humble to, to speak humbly about my homie yeah you know not the biggest person in the world he's not a pokemane zach you know Fair. Fair, right? He's not a Tim the Tim the Tit man. Tat tat man tip. Tim the tit tat. Tim the tat tip. You know? Tim the tatted tip. You know, it's, it's fair, right? Fair fair thing to say. He's not a Ludwig. Sorry. But <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> but and then he and then he literally like another day passes by and he's like he has like a like two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand or something. He's like, Yeah. TikTok. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm doing it. 
Uh huh, man. <laughs> you gotta get so many clips of the Vocaloid one because the Vocaloid episode is doing so well for some reason. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. I think and that makes me so happy. It does make me happy. It's the same reason. It's algorithm, Zach. For some, we just have to find a way to enter it because the same thing happened with the Bo Burnham episode. It hit into the Bo Burnham al- algorithm. None of our episodes have hit algorithm. It needs to do with some sort of topic of the, that. Enter, I, I've been doing it for so long, even I don't know how the algorithm works. This is why there's teams associated with managing big YouTubers to, associ- to, 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 to put their things into the algorithm. It's a science. And these teams technically don't even have that science on paper. They're just guessing based off of experience. Why does Learned YouTube not AI. have a customer support? <laughs> I want to be on your platform. YouTube, Google, <laughs> Stephen Bills, Stephen Bills. I bought your Pixel too. Let me on your platform. <laughs> no, no, I would. I would love to have a TikTok. If you do a TikTok, and then we could put it on TikTok, and then maybe if if we if we could put it on, because I know I see the I see the format. Like they have like the vertical format, and they have like I guess for us it would be like. We have part of ours cut out, and then we have on the top maybe subtitles or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. However way that works, I've seen it, and yeah, it would be it would be perfect. It would be sick. Yeah, I just, I just don't know how much time I'd be able to put into it because right. you know that time is not my friend. Exactly. That's 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 the biggest thing. I mean, I think for me, I don't want to commit to anything until I'm caught up back. I'm caught back up on episodes. By the time you watch this, I will be caught back up. But at the at the current point of recording, I'm getting back to it. Especially, we just dropped an episode last week, so I'm going to be- going to get back into weekly. We have a lot of backlogs, so I can probably do two a week again to just catch back up again. Mm-hmm. Um, I should be fine. I should have a lot of time with me now. And I'm also, just in general, while I'm quitting my job, I'm also not taking that many hours. Although, I'm, I'm considering loading my last week. You know, just one, to get as much money as possible um, before quitting and not having any more uh, stable income. Other than like streaming and stuff, but I wouldn't consider that stable yet. And two, just to be with my coworkers as much as possible for the last bit, you know. Yeah. So that's what I'm considering. Well, so we'll we'll see how that in in interferes with my life, I suppose. <laughs> well, and yeah, and I, I, you know, that I completely get it. Like I understand that things get super chaotic in the real world outside of Uned Land, mm-hmm. and so it can get a little bit tricky to find the time to dedicate for it. Uh, which is totally chill. Like, I get it. Life has been really, really chaotic for both of us in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, nah, whatever. You'll, I know that you'll get to it. And I know that this is something that you want to be able to dedicate more time to. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I mean, I'm not going to complain because all I do is come here and film. Hey, <laughs> now you come here and film and do TikToks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> TikTok. I did TikTok. You heard it here first from Zach. Well, I yep. have, I have until about. Arnett TikTok. I have, Zach. I, I have until this video comes out to have actually made the TikTok page and have content on it. You better make it. We got to get Arnett podcast. We got to get that at. We'll definitely get that at. <laughs> Unless there's another Arnett podcast, but I haven't found them. <laughs> I mean, it it is kind of funny that this YouTube channel has more subs on it than my personal youtube channel well we've I, we've been doing it for regularly for so much yeah i know you know mm-hmm. i mean not to say that youtube channel was bad but i mean 
It's just it was. It was, well, it was just sporadic uploads. Mm-hmm. Sporadic uploads doesn't work with algorithm, you know. So just is what it is. We are nearing the hundred though. Maybe we'll hit hundred by the time this episode goes up. That'd be fun. But yeah, on Ed TikTok. Yeah, I think that's it though. Probably for today, I would say so. Probably, maybe. Where are we at? Hour fifteen. Yeah. What? Not even two. Not even an hour and a half. God damn. Well, it is later in the day. Yeah. It is later in the day. I just I I try to wake up in the morning. Dude, I oh fuck tangent. Okay, okay. I I mentioned that I've been waking up in the morning, right? And it's been great, honestly. Mm-hmm. My three a.m. to ten p.m. or sorry, p.m. three a.m. to ten a.m. sleep schedule has been fine. Did I mention this yet? No, I haven't. Okay, I watched this video, and it was like classic video, right? The thumbnail was like, or the the video was like, why I go to bed at three a.m. And obviously, that's going to get a bunch of views because we want to feel like we're validated for sleeping late, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously. So we're clicking on that. And I click on it. And he just explains, you know, he's just better as a night person and he is in university and things like that. Um, he wants to get as much done during the day. And he's a studio, he's a studious kid. So it's not like he's procrastinating, but he just works better than night sometimes and kind of more deader than night, but not when the sun is coming up, you know, because obviously he knows that's bad. So then you think about it logically, and as an adult, and when you're a kid, they say you need seven, eight hours, but you really need like 10 hours, I think we've established, I think. It's the truth. It's actually, you can look it up. Um, as adults, we don't need as much. Uh, so I think we need seven hours. I think minimum is seven, I think, is the rec- recommended minimum. Maybe six, but I think it's seven to eight. What's interesting, and I'll let you get back to that in, mm-hmm. in like 10 seconds. I run better... For some reason, the way that my brain works, I run better on equal intervals of sleep, whether it's four, six, eight, 10, 12, whatever. So I feel better rested with six hours of sleep than I do with seven hours of sleep or mm. nine hours of sleep. Mm. So No, it's it's true. Um, if you like, that's why they say nap should be in intervals as well. You either do a two minute nap, 20 minute nap or two hour nap. Uh, it's it's also that's also a fact. You can look it up. That, that one I took a two-hour nap today. Good, good. On accident. Yeah. I mean, some people say you shouldn't do it shouldn't be two hours, but I mean sometimes it just has to happen. But two hours or two minutes, 20 minutes, right? It should just be something like that. I think it's probably some sort of because we operate on a 60 minute hour second type of basis, right? Well, not hour, but you know what I mean. Well, and also it has something to do with um when you go from REM sleep to deep sleep mm-hmm. and however long you're spending in deep sleep that's gonna depend on like how well rested you feel and if like if you go from REM sleep to deep sleep and then you immediately wake up you're gonna feel like shit right 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 which is why you know taking an hour nap is like kind of the worst right yeah that's fair that makes sense so what was i saying oh yeah you think about it logically like going to bed at 3 a.m that sounds horrible right that sounds awful but what is seven hours of sleep at 3 a.m.? 10 a.m.? 10 a.m. And you think about it and you're like, well, that's right. Now, some people, you know, depending on work or something, they do have to wake up earlier. And that's why they go to bed at like midnight. Midnight. Not 10, not not 9, not 10, not 11. Midnight. And they wake up at 7. Mm-hmm. That's not that bad. Well, again, depends on your schedule. But just in general, that's not that bad. So you pick some time between midnight and three and you'll wake up relatively decently in the morning as long as you get up. 
I've forced myself to not snooze. You get up. That's the hardest thing. I think in um in the last episode or one of the last episodes, you were talking about lighting the candle and going downstairs yes, and all yes. that kind of stuff. And it's interesting that that we're talking about sleep again because I've I've kind of found well this morning I mm-hmm. my body woke me up at like seven thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm no fucking idea why mm-hmm. and so you know my mom was getting ready to go uh go on a trip to spokane and so i got up and you know i ended up spending my morning just kind of like getting ready for the day with her having a cup of coffee you mm-hmm. know just kind of shooting the shit and having a grand old time mm-hmm. and then i ended up taking a nap in the middle of the day and i opted for a nap as opposed to just being coked out on caffeine because the crash is so much harder like mm-hmm. Do you know, I mean, obviously, I just finished a caffeinated beverage, but, yeah. you know, the the fact that I was was so well rested after a nap, it was long. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it that. But I feel so much better rested taking a nap than I do, you know, being like, all right, dude, I'm going to pound some G fuel right, get right. through the day. Yeah. And then like two hours later, you're just like a, a shell of a human being. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the that idea of finding something that works with your own internal body clock and just sticking with it. And if you once you've kind of refined it, just being like, all right, once this alarm goes off, I'm getting up. And like I have um, like an old school alarm clock, like a digital alarm clock mm. on the other side of my room. And so I have oh, a, you're one of those. Yeah, I, I have to do. I need to do that, but I'm so scared to do it because I don't want to do it, but I know I should. But I really don't want to do it. Oh, my hand was forced. Like, I was... Oh, well, yeah, because you had to wake up super early in the morning for a <laughs> yeah. long time. So, yeah. I, I, I know do. I should. I, I'll put my... Okay, I'll put my alarm clock in my, on the other side of my room. I'll do... Tonight. Do you have, like, one of those old school iHomes? I don't... Well, no, I just have a normal... Well, it is still a digital alarm clock. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I... My phone's not going to work. I don't... I don't wake up to my phone anymore. That thing doesn't work. I don't either. Exactly. I'll, I'll, but then I use it to check my time. It's, it's nice because I hate just turning on my phone to check the time. I have thought about watches again. You don't have your watch on you. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why. I, I went from being like super watch boy to now I'm kind of like, meh. You know, random tangent number 50, my cousin Brandon, he got super into watches. And like, isn't he the one that works at, um, oh, what is it? Versace? No. Louis. He doesn't anymore. Oh, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't anymore, but he made a lot of really good, good, good Louis Vuitton employee friends. And I say lucky because they are loaded. <laughs> but but that's the, besides the point. Um, he started getting into watches and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Zach is into watches. He got that Club 33 watch. Oh, that's cool. And he's like, oh, this watch is like 5K. And I'm like. $5,000. Well, I don't know if that one was specifically 5000 but he was showing me watches that he's looking into and watches that he has. And I was seeing like, like, like $300, $800, $1,000, $2,000, $5,000. I'm like, what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? I mean, I knew this already, but my, my ref, my, like my frame of reference, like hadn't been established yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. I don't technically, I know that watches get expensive. I don't technically know how expensive because I look at your watch. I'm like, that's expensive. I look on Amazon. I see like a hundred dollar watch. I'm like, that's expensive. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I, give me my $20 Casio calculator watch. And I'll be chilling. Fucking mint. <laughs> it's so funny because I, 
I look at people like Jackson. Mm-hmm. He wears watches all the fucking time. Do you uh-huh. want to know where he gets them? Walmart. Right. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a regular old analog mm-hmm. wristwatch mm-hmm. that he just uses to check the time and it's nothing really too fancy. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I have a Samsung Galaxy watch and it's like, ooh, wow, fun, smartwatch. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I have my Club 33 watch, which is, it. it's special. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, Collector, right. a collector. Well, I'm not saying like his better than yours. That's not no, what no, I'm no, saying. no, no. I know, but like the the scale of enthusiasm, mm-hmm. it 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 can vary very dramatically. And mm-hmm. like I've I've heard people talking about like hundred thousand dollar watches, and I'm like, oh my god, I know, right? I'm like, what? Brady's keyboards that he brought. Those two keyboards, the Bakuneko and the Mr. Suit, are in two completely different price ranges. I didn't know that. Zach, the Bakuneko, the the Mr. Suit that he brought, the really nice black one, is incredible. He said it's like a he only made they only made like a thousand or something like that, mm-hmm. and that does sound like a lot, but for a big market, that that's quite a small. I don't. It might not even been a thousand. I don't remember what he said. Very expensive. Very nice. The Bakaneko is in the budget spectrum. Relatively budget. Like one that that like a the kit is like maybe a one, I don't know. I can't remember. 50, 140, 150, one somewhere around there. Not bad. That's not bad at all. Compared to whatever the fuck I don't even want to talk about. I didn't even ask him how much. Wait, did I? I can't remember what what I I don't know if I asked how much the cost, but that's what I'm saying, right? I would I would be happy with the Bakaneko. Oh, so would I. I'm pretty sure I I liked it more, actually. (laughs) That's that's fair. Nothing against, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it it was different. And I'm I'm used to, you know, the the stereotypical foam mod, tape mod, Mm -hmm. you know, like that that feeling of of a keyboard. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, ooh, fancy. Mm, Fancy. Sloppy cuss. (laughs) But the, I guess the grand scale of people's dedication to their hobbies can be so huge Mm -hmm. and i mean you know we talk about camera gear all the time we talk about computers all the time Mm -hmm. you know we talk about the camera gear that's being used for the show Mm -hmm. and it is very much on the on like the budget side of things and and you've Mm -hmm. gone window shopping for camera gear before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can see where it goes (sighs) and it's very difficult to not not keep looking <laughs> that's all i'll say yeah but like you know there there are people who are totally okay with having like a you know a 600 hundred dollar kit and mm-hmm. it's like dude you do you boo boo go mm-hmm. shoot your pictures whatever mm-hmm. and then there are the people who are like i'm gonna buy a fifteen thousand dollar lens mm-hmm. and i'm like you just bought a a car <laughs> a brand new car <laughs> You just bought a 2019 Toyota Corolla. And it's this small. <laughs> well, it might be a little chunk, but yeah. And it'll feel really nice. But a car. <laughs> I think it's funny to, to to imagine things as cars. I think it's really funny. Like you buy a a thousand dollar a thousand dollar gaming computer. And it's like that's a car. You know? This is a a, a ninety I want to say like a 99 Han or 99 Toyota Corolla. Yeah. It is funny to think about. <laughs> Frame of reference. But then again, I guess we talked about it also just in that episode as well. The Brady episode was really good. You just check it out if you haven't already. Um, the 
Brady Rogue Potato. I don't know if he goes by Rogue Potato anymore. He used to. Um, go watch that. It's the previous one. Unless I order them different. I don't know. I don't know. But all I'm saying is, oh, I remember the original point I was going to make about waking up. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so one day, it takes one day to ruin a nice sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. One single bad, bad decision. Although it wasn't even a decision. It was just not good timing. I went to same cousin, Brandon. I went to his grad party. Very funny because he mm. was fucking destroyed. <laughs> but um, we were just hanging out and I I thought I was going to drive. So I didn't drink. Turns out I wasn't driving. So I didn't drink. So that made it even more lame. Um, but that's fine. Uh, so we're just hanging out and it's getting into the wee hours of the night because we're playing poker. Oh, God. And it's a long game. And not only are... are, I'm not playing because I don't play cards. But they're playing poker. My parents are playing a different game. Other people are playing different games. And it's it's a long, long night. And it's hitting like 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning. like, And I have to open. Oh, no. And we're in Clackamas. Oh, no. (laughs) So we're like... (sighs) I'm, I'm just like, oh, my God. I should have left with my other cousins who left early because I, well, I didn't know. I, I didn't know they were going to stay for that long. So we're just hanging out, vibing. And it was fun. You know, obviously I was having fun. But at a certain point, everybody was just tired. Even the people on the poker table were tired. They were like, God damn, why is this game still going? <laughs> but it was fun. And I got home and I got like maybe two hours, three hours of sleep. And I woke up and I went to open. And then I had to stay from open to close because it was very busy. And then... I was like, and then, and then, and then, and then I went home and I knocked the fuck out and I woke up at like, I went home at like, I don't know, eight, knocked out, woke up at like two and I'm like, shit, shit. Wait, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And I was like, Shit. And ever since then, since that Monday, I have not... No, since that Sunday, I have not recovered. It is currently Saturday. (laughs) Shit. It's so bad. And I was on a roll. I was doing really well. I was doing really, really well. I know, dude. I would see Snapchats from you at like, you know, sometimes like 9.30, 10 o'clock. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck yeah, Arthur. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm like, (laughs) you're like, I don't want to be up right now. But I I was just like, fuck yeah, dude. Good on you. And like, you're you're doing it for you. And I think that that's a really Mm -hmm. important distinction to make. Because if you had to be up at the ass crack of midnight, I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. you wouldn't want to and you would want to, you know, shove a pencil in each of your eyeballs, but Mm -hmm. you would still do it, you know? And so I guess... That's an important thing to note, too, because, you know, we're not just a bunch of lazy fucks. It's mm. just when when we have the excuse to be able to sleep in, we like to divulge. Yeah, I know. I think it's, I just have to wake up at 10. Somewhere around there, but let's just say 10, maybe like, I don't know, 10, 20, 9, 50, whatever it is, just around that area, right? Mm-hmm. It has to be at 10. Even if I go to bed at 5, I have to wake up at 10. I think that's one of the lessons that that video I mentioned talked about with the sleep doctors, whatever, breaking myths. Even even if it's tough, even if you have to, if it, if you're groggy and you feel like garbage the rest of the day, maybe take a two minute or twenty minute nap sometime, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to get up at the same time, otherwise you're gonna throw everything off. And then, and then if you have like, if there's just no pretty way to say it. You have to power through it. 
and then hit that time where you go to bed, whether it's 3 a.m. or whatever it is, and sleep, and you'll be back. I just need to do that. So no matter what, today, I'm going to wake up at 10. Wait, no. It'll be Sunday. I have to open. Shit. <laughs> back. Okay. Whatever. Okay, after the Sunday, then. 10. 10. 10. If you like the number 10, make sure you check the description. <laughs> and hit the subscribe button 11 times. I was going to say 10, but then that would unsubscribe you. But what if they're already subscribed? Then they, they would just end up being unsubscribed. Just make sure that... At make, the sure end that just make sure that you subscribe. Check the description. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. A little, little, little ranty towards the end. I was trying to remember the point I was trying to make, but I kept losing it. This yeah, is what okay. happens when I drink water on the show. I know. I know. I'm like, what? What is what is happening? Check the description. We have all of our links. Patreon if it's ready. Coffee if it, uh, the coffee is there. Do you have anything else to say, Zach? Uh, I don't know. Be good people. Get Yep. Uh, be good people. Get good sleep. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed, and we will see you next time. Goodbye.